You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. On today's show, we are going to look at the wide receiver position. This is a position that is as deep as any position on campus, and we're going to look at what they can do and talk about 2020 and their step up to 2021. And before we do that, we're going to look a little bit about something else. I want to get into a few various topics that have kind of been bouncing around on Twitter. First is name, image, and likeness legislation, which has been everywhere. If you've been listening to um, you know, any sports podcast, they've been talking about it because laws have been passed in various states. I saw Florida pass one, and I know there's a few other states that I saw pass them. And what this what if you're not not familiar with name, image, and likeness, what it is, it's it's gonna allow players to get paid. It basically gives the players the ability to market themselves so that like, you know, if there's a car company that wants a spokesperson, you know, Phil Dracovic could be, uh, you know, with Honda or whatever, and he could do his own promos for that or, you know, down south or if Devonta Smith wanted to sign, you know, jerseys with his name on it, he could do that and get paid for it. So they're trying to figure out how to get this regulated right now it just seems like the wild west like they're gonna let this go but it doesn't seem like there's much in terms of you know structure around it and that's a bit concerning now if you look at a state like georgia georgia has um set apart that schools are gonna have to give uh, our players are gonna have to give 75 percent of this back to the school so they can give it to other players which uh doesn't sound very fair but i'm I guess that's what they're going to do. Now, I heard other schools like Georgia Tech are not going to uh, opt in, but you will have to kind of wait to see because right now, when you hear about this, all you hear is, yeah, players are going to get paid for this. That's great. But how are they going to regulate this? How are they going to set limits? Because I, it, it's not going to be fair if you have a five-star recruit, right, that decides to go to you know Oklahoma State and T-Bone Pickens uh, grandson has $18 million and decides to give him a million dollars uh, for uh, showing up to an autograph signing because, you know, he wants to get him to Oklahoma State. You know, things like that. How are they going to regulate so that doesn't happen? How do they regulate so that there's some sort of fair market that goes around so that one school that uh, has really rich donors doesn't just, you know, kind of hammer home all, all the recruits because they can afford it? So that concerns me, and I'm not sure how they're going to do that. But it's, you know, I would much rather see them kind of figure those points out before they pass legislation and just throw it down on colleges because learning on the fly and learning reactively instead of proactively is stupid. You want to be proactive about everything, and it seems like the NCAA is reactive to everything, and that's going to be a, a bigger issue. So it's worth watching. Now, name, image, and likeness for many of you who are waiting for the EA sports game, it's different because EA has to have like, I think it's like a group license, which is a different set of regulations, which I hear is going to come as well. But again, like all of this is like, yeah, that's coming, but who, who's going to do what and how's that going to happen? So um, EA sports has already said there's going to be a game in two years. We'll see what that looks like, um, but it's not going to have player rosters. So uh, we're going to have to kind of keep our eyes open on that. Now, also CBS sports 
also listed uh, and ranked college football coaches. And at number 40, they put coach Jeff Halfley. And they only did the P5 coaches, but they put Jeff Halfley at number 40. And Tom Fornelli, who's the uh, writer, said there were some disagreements about that. He wrote on on CBS.com, All right, so at least one of our voters really likes Halfley because this is much higher than I anticipated him being. Halfley climbs 23 spots in the ranking this season, which is the third largest jump amongst our coaches. I had him at number 56 on my ballot, but I understand why others would be could be higher on him. Not only did he have a strong start in his first season at Boston College, but there's a certain air of confidence around him and the program. Still, this strikes me as too high. Now, do I agree with Fornelli? Yeah, I kind of do. Now, take off the maroon and gold sunglasses here, right? What Halfley did last year was good. And there's no way you can you can get around that, right? He went 6-5 and five in a... In a um, uh, pandemic uh, affected season. He brought in big names to the, the school, got buzz around the program, but in the end, they finished six and five. And that's similar to what Steve Adazio did. You know, the, I mean, I know that the schedule is different. They played harder schools. They they ba- battled bigger schools. But just just if you were an outside, you know, observer, you would say, oh, they're six and five. I don't know how much I would jump for that. However. I think whoever this writer was that put them higher, I can understand where they're coming from too, because he's right. There's a certain air around this program and that air is con- And he said it, it's confidence. There's confidence in Boston college that you have not seen since Jeff Jagosinski, right? You know, Steve Adazio had some confidence, but it, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not telling you, you, you know what that is. Um, it's bluster. <laughs> Frank Spaziani had no confidence. And then, so you had, you had Jags, right? This, I feel like, is strong confidence. This is a confidence of a coach that knows what he's doing, that's setting up a culture and a community and a, and a, and a program that is going to be sustainable. And so I get where that writer's coming from. So 40, you know, that puts him ahead of uh, coaches like uh, Dino Babers, Jeff Collins, Mike Norvell, Justin Fuente, even Scott Statterfield, which I thought was interesting. Now, I, I you know... I, I think Halfley is going to continue to rise. And what interests me is where he will land. That's what I'm thinking, right? So if you listen to some of our previous episodes, you know my big prediction is that BC is going to win 10 games this year. If that happens, where will they put Jeff Halfley next year? Will he go up into the 20s? Will you know? Will he go up a couple of spots? What will happen? I, I don't know. It's interesting to think about. And I thought that was an interesting uh, comment that Fornelli had. Now, let's talk about rockauto.com. Are you in the process of doing work on your car? Why spend 30, 50, 60, 70% more at a a box store or a a major competitor when you can go to rockauto.com? Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need. Now head on over and check out their catalog. All you need to do is put your make and model in. Boom, it's right there for you. And when you do, make sure you write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. 
The Locked On Boston College Podcast is supported in part by Charlestown Law Group. You need to know about the Charlestown Law Group. If you or someone you know have recently received a traffic violation, speeding, or other moving violation that you would like to contest, then you need to call Charlestown Law Group. Attorney Jason Campbell and his team can and will help you fight the ticket. Did you know that moving violations can stay on your insurance record for five to six years? One conviction can cost you thousands of dollars. If you want to win, you generally need an attorney. Why not hire a professional litigator with a track record of success? That's where Jason Campbell of the Charlestown Law Group comes in. He will fight for you. He's a proud Boston College graduate. Attorney Campbell is an experienced litigator that will be able to tell you if you have merit before you go to court, saving you both time and money. Charlestown Law Group will fight tickets anywhere in Massachusetts, and they have offered discounted rates for Boston College students and alumni. Remember, the Charlestown Law Group specializes in traffic violations and will fight for you. Call them immediately at 617-872-8652. Again, that's 617 617- 872-8652 for a free consultation or visit charlestownlawgroup.com Go Eagles! This is Locked On Boston College AJ Black here. I want to give you a little heads up here. The reason you probably have heard some of our episodes lately and the reason why there's no news in this is because I have pre-recorded these episodes a few weeks in advance. And the reason I'm doing that is because if you're hearing this, I'm probably in the hospital with my wife who's uh, delivering our second child. So I am taking a week off to be with the baby and my wife. Uh, so if you're hearing this, that's why there's no news in these. <laughs> I purposely save some of the positional previews so that I I give you the new episodes. So you have new Locked On Boston Colleges for your 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 commutes or wherever you're listening, but also that um, I can have time away so that I can do what I need to do. So I want to thank all the listeners here. I hope you guys are enjoying these episodes. I'm trying to do some fun stuff. Um, but I also want to thank Ross Jackson and the staff at Locked On for being flexible with me during this time. Um, and if you're listening to this, I will probably post it on Twitter what my, my child's name is. I am one of those guys that didn't want to know the sex of the baby beforehand. I I'm gonna I did it with Miles when he was born. I'm going to do it with a second baby. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this baby's going to be, but I'll make sure that you do. And um, thank you all. I hope you are doing well. So let's... Now I'm going to jump right in and we're going to talk about wide receivers. So we'll talk, talk you know, from personal news to to uh, back to BC sports. I could do this all the time. One of the biggest revelations of 2020 had to be that wide receiver position. Now, if you remember, we, we went to camp and you, you, you were like, OK, you got Phil Dracovic. He's got Zay Flowers, Hunter Long and Kobe White. He's got he's got enough weapons to make it through the season. And what happens in camp? All of a sudden, uh, the news, you know, because of COVID, we couldn't go to practices. The news about Kobe White was just like, all of a sudden, it was like quiet. You didn't hear anything. He wasn't saying anything. He wasn't mentioned in any practice reports. I believe if you go back, I asked Jeff Halfley at one point. He didn't say anything. Um, But we get the news shortly after that Kobe White's going to miss the season because of a leg injury. I think it was knee. Um, and he's going to miss the season. So that was a bummer because Kobe White, if you remember, uh, before that, when Jeff Halfley came in, he entered the transfer portal and he was one of those rare cases where he came back. He decided to stay at Boston College. So it was a bummer because you looked like you had, you know, a good cadre of weapons for, and at that point, it was either Jakovic or Grissel. We all kind of knew it was going to be Jakovic. Um, 
but it got shrunken down. Now, you enter the season, the, the games start being played. Obviously, Zay Flowers is otherworldly. You, you saw it right off the bat in the Duke game. This guy, he makes moves and he makes cuts that you don't see from many wide receivers. And I, I honestly can't remember any Boston College wide receiver making the moves that he does, right? Alex Amadon was a quick, nice uh, slot receiver who could do some things. Richie Gannell, he'd probably be the first to tell you he could do this. He could make some big plays too, but he doesn't have the footwork that Zay Flowers has. Zay Flowers is a weapon Boston College has never seen on campus. You don't get those types of players, and he does it year in, year out. Now, as someone who gets to go to press conferences, I have to say two things about Zay Flowers that I find funny. First of all, many questions he doesn't give much of an answer to, and that's okay. You don't get much out of him. But when you get a nugget out of Zay Flowers, they're the best. So to start the season off, he throws Steve Adazio under the bus, saying that he's excited not to have to be just a guy that does end-arounds over and over again and runs jet sweeps and actually can play wide receiver. I, I was at that press conference, and I was dying. I thought that was incredible when he said that. Then he says, you know, I asked him, what are your goals? And he says, I want to win the Boletnikov. And that's it. I'm going to be the best wide receiver in the country. Okay. So he's got, you know, he's great. I love listening to Zay talk. Um, you're not going to get much in terms of quotes, but when you get them, they're, they're nuggets. Um, but he is incredible. And then on top of that, you have players around him that just blossom throughout the season. And it was really one of the coolest things to see. First of all, one of the best stories of 2020 had to be CJ Lewis. CJ Lewis, if you remember, came to Boston College as a quarterback uh, out of Connecticut. And, uh, and he was a Tennessee decommit. He comes to BC. They switch him to wide receiver, where he kind of toils in no man's land, which is what happened to like 90% of wide receivers under Steve Adazio. He just never found himself. I remember watching lots of games, and he just never seemed like he had confident hands. That's the way I'm going to put it. I don't want to say he had bad hands. They just never looked confident. He would drop passes. He just never was very confident. He misses 2019 because I think it was an Achilles problem. Uh, he played like a game or two, and then he was out. And, you know, you're just expecting not much from him. Well, 2020 happens. They get a new offense, a new offensive coordinator in Frank Signetti, and, you know, Phil Dracovic, who can throw the ball. All of a sudden, C.J. Lewis becomes an immediate threat. And he makes two catches, which were two of the catches, you know, two of the offensive plays I remember when I think of the 2020 season. And that was that, to like, the one that he grabbed off his shoe against Clemson. And then an incredible one-handed catch against Louisville. Now, that is incredible. He does, he gives, he's 6'3". He's, you know, really long. He can high point a lot of passes for Phil Dracovic. I, I think he is going to be, uh, he had one of the best stories of last year. And it's exciting to get him back for another year. I think that was great. On top of that, you had Jelani, uh, Jelani Galloway, who also came completely out of nowhere, had some big plays near the end of the year. I mean, he had a big touchdown against Louisville. Um, I loved his play. He's a perfect third or fourth wide receiver. And then you have Jalen Gill. Jalen Gill came as a, a transfer from Ohio State. He was a former four or five star, depending on where you look. Um, and it took a little while for him to catch a hold of this offense. But by the end of the season, he kept make he made some plays where you're like, okay, I can see what we're talking about here. This kid can do some stuff. And he had a couple 40 to 50 yard plays that really kind of opened some eyes. 
and you know, heading into this season, I think it was Mike Farrell of Rivals.com put him as number two of players in spring training that really opened some eyes, and I thought that was really kind of telling of what he could do. Uh, so you have though that you have this you know selection of wide receivers, and then behind them, Ethan Williams got hurt; he didn't play last year, and Taji Johnson, uh, a name that came up a ton during spring. Um, I think just there was too many, you know, too many sh- cook, cooks in the kitchen just didn't get a chance to play. But he'll be a name that we'll talk about in our second section when we talk about the 2021 wide receivers. So we'll be back in just a moment. But before we do, let's talk about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the place to go when you want to make sports bets. Whether it's baseball, MMA, basketball, NHL, you name it, they have the odds there at BetOnline. All you need to do is head on over on your mobile device or your computer, and you can sign up for a free account. And when you put your first deposit in, using promo code Locked On, they're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus at Bet Online. Just head on over and use promo code Locked On. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. This is AJ Black, Locked On Boston College. I am the editor and publisher of BCBulletin.com. Check out my work there. Thank you all for listening. We're talking about wide receivers, and this is a position that gets me excited because 2021 can continue to build on what they did last year. Now, Kobe White is back. Um, at the time of this recording, he hadn't practiced with Boston College. He missed the spring game. But Joe Daly and that offensive coordinator, Frank Signetti, had mentioned that you know he's getting there. He's going to get hopefully get back by the summer. And that's exciting news because that adds yet another weapon. When you lose Hunter Long, I know they replaced him with Trey Berry, but when you lose Hunter Long and you get a guy like Kobe White back, it just shows you you can, you can kind of – refocus and kind of ch- uh, tweak a little bit the offense, but you're going to get another weapon to add to this arsenal. One that should be pretty exciting. Now, Zay Flowers, he's back. He scored two touchdowns in the spring game. He looks as confident as ever. And I still laugh at Pro Football Focus that has him as the 129th ranked uh, wide receiver in the country, which is um, laughable. We'll, just, we'll leave it at laughable that that's where they put him. I I, I still look at that and go, why, why, what? You have C.J. Lewis back, Jalen Gill back, and you have Jelani Galloway. And then you have, you know, T- uh, Taji Johnson and Ethan Williams that are there as well. And I'm not sure what they role they will play this year, but it's good when you have talent like that. And then you add in a freshman like Lewis Bond. You have Dante Reynolds, who I think missed part of spring. But Lewis Bond showed that he can do things as a as a wide receiver. He's got good speed, and that's what Jeff Halfley loves. He loves speed. He's going to get this, this team speedy. So last year, the strength was Zay. If Zay Flowers, you had some, some of the other wide receivers and Hunter Long. But Zay and Hunter were probably the two big strengths. This year, Zay will be, Zay will obviously be, he's going to, he's going to draw double teams. You know that defenses are not going to try, they're going to try to prevent Zay from killing them. And they failed miserably a lot of the time last year trying to do that. But what that does is if you're going to have to, you're going to have to make a choice if you're a defense. You're going to either have to move a safety over to help on Zay Flowers, which is going to leave any of these other wide receivers open, and that's good. Or you're going to have one-on-one coverage on Zay Flowers, which give me any day. If you're going to if you're going to have Zay by himself against any college cornerback, uh, that's a big matchup problem for for any defense. So he's going to that he himself is going to change defensive schemes 
on this de- on this offense. And Boston College now has the weapons to make defenses pay if that's what they choose to do. And they're kind of in, you know, it's kind of a Sophie's choice here. Like, what do you what do you do? What do you do against this offense? Because it, you know, if Trey Barry takes a step, if Jalen Gill, that's the name I keep going back to. If he he can do what he says, what what we've heard he can do, which is a speedy wide receiver who can make plays, who can make explosives. How are defenses, especially the defenses on Boston College's schedule, going to be able to take away Zay Flowers and Jalen Gill while still accounting for Trey Barry, um, you know, C.J. Lewis, or who else they, you know, Kobe White? That's hard. <laughs> and, you know, a good offense is going to figure out a way to kind of make that uh, an issue every game. Now, you play a team like Clemson. They're going to be able to probably just go man coverage on Zay Flowers because they're going to have a five-star that's just going to be able to kind of stick to them, and that'll be good. But most teams won't. You have 11 other teams that probably won't have an answer to that and will struggle. And this wide receiver group is going to, is going to be the reason, along with, with Phil Dracovic's arm, because you've got to get a guy that's going to be able to accurately get the ball out there, that is the reason why this offense is going to click. Um, and I think they're they're dynamic. They're going to be, in my opinion, and we'll get to actually take a step back, AJ. Let's go to strength, weaknesses, and predictions because my what I was about to say is going to be my prediction. So strength is depth. You know, we talked about cornerbacks the other day. They had, you know, really strong players. This team is deep at wide receiver. They have a top-end talent like Zay Flowers. But when you look at two through six, they all could do different things, whether it's Jalen Gill or Jelani Galloway or C.J. Lewis or Kobe White or even Taji Johnson or Ethan Williams. If they play, all those guys can do things. They're not guys that are going to take a huge step back if you put out one guy and another guy has to come in. And that is a huge strength because you can do a million different things with this offense. This is going to be fun for Frank Signetti to go out there. It's going to be fun for Phil Jakovic. It's going to be like a video game out there with this offense. And when is the last time you've been able to say that about a BC offense? So that's going to be something. Concerns? I mean, at this point, my biggest concerns are, are injuries or are recovery from injuries. So Kobe White, is he going to be 100%? That's something to watch for. What happens if Zay Flowers goes down? That kind of changes the the dynamic because if you have two through six out there but not that number one, it kind of moves things around. So losing Zay Flowers would be a big problem. My prediction for this offense, and especially this wide receiver group, is that this wide receiver group will be the best wide receiver group that in recent memory at Boston College, probably since the Flutie days. I'm sure people will say that, you know, Gerard Phelan and that group were better. But, I mean, in the last 20, 25 years, this group is going to be something that Boston College has never seen. They're going to put up points. You're going to have seven guys, eight guys with touchdowns by the end of the year. You're going to have Zay Flowers with over 60 receptions. They're going to do some special things, and I, you know, you, you want. There's so many things about this uh, this team itself that is going to be exciting for 2021. But this wide receiver group is is going to do some things for Boston College, and it's going to be something you're going to want to check out. Now, this is AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back again for tomorrow's show. If you haven't done so already, check us out on Twitter at LockedOnBC. You can find me on Twitter as well at LockedOn. Uh, sorry, at AJ Black underscore BC. My website is bcbulletin.com. And we will see you all again tomorrow for another show. Take care, everyone.